Good morning. This is uh, finally this morning. This is living as sojourners in the time of coronavirus. And uh, as we continue on in this uh, interesting season of reality, uh, we continue to dig into the scriptures this morning and trust the Holy Spirit to guide us as we read and meditate on the word. Let me open us in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just pray that you would keep our hearts steadied on you. That you would keep our eyes and our focus on you. Lord, there's so many things going around us, things happening, uh, depending on where we live in the country. Uh, our experience is very different. But in the midst of this, I pray that you would work your will in our hearts as we continue to surrender to you. Lord, because at the end of the day, putting our trust in you is the best option. So Lord, help us in this, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. As we uh, go into chapter 5 this morning and look at the first four verses, uh, the tone changes a little bit. Peter's no longer talking just to the church as a whole. He begins to talk to the leaders of the church, of the local church and specifically to the elders. And he makes this appeal to them. He says, I appeal to you, first of all, as a fellow elder. He's like, look, I'm an elder too. Uh, it's not just you guys that are elders, but I'm also an elder. Now he could be saying this in a specific, towards a specific role in the church, uh, but just as likely, he's also speaking to those that are considered mature in the faith. Um, so he's, he's talking to both here, I think. He's talking to the, to the primary leaders of the local church. He says, not only am I a fellow elder, but I witnessed the sufferings of Christ. And, like you, I am one who will share in the glory that is revealed. And I continue to be fascinated. Something that I'm seeing in scripture as the Lord's taking me through is this connection between the sufferings of Christ and the glory of Christ. That as we share in Christ's sufferings, we also share in his glory. This whole uh, letter deals with suffering for Christ. Are we willing to suffer for Christ? That is a question to this generation of the American church that we have not really thought about. We believe that the country is going to protect us. But are we putting our faith in the country or are we putting our faith in the Good Shepherd? Are we willing to suffer for Christ? Not, not as we go out and looking for it, but are we willing to suffer for Christ? It's interesting that Peter uses this word witness because that word in Greek is martyr. Is one who witnessed. He is also willing to suffer for Christ. Are we willing to both witness the glory of God Witness his presence. Witness what he's done. And also suffer for it. To the point of maybe even giving up our own lives. We may never face that question in its fullest. But it's a question each serious follower of Jesus has to ask. Will we suffer for him? Is he worth it? Or are our rights more important to us? Will you give up your rights for Jesus Christ? And trust him to do his work in the world. 
he goes on to tell these elders, be shepherds of your flock. This is a challenge. If you've ever been an elder, if you've ever been a pastor, it's a challenge to shepherd a flock. It's a challenge to care for them. But I encourage you, as Peter does, care well for your flock during these days. It's worth it. There's no greater reward than caring well for other people. And I'm continuing to be amazed as we make efforts to continue to care well for our people. How much we see the goodness of God in the midst of it. He says to them, care for the flock under your care. Watch over them. But don't do it as obligation. Don't do it because you're expected to do it. Do it because you're willing to do it. Do it because you care for their well-being and you want to be as the hands and feet of Jesus to them. God wants this for you. That's a beautiful thing for Peter to say. God wants this for you. And God who is good, if he wants something for you, then it is a blessing to care for the sheep. Sometimes they're stubborn. Sometimes they don't understand where you're leading them. But if you're watching over them, then you are watching out for them. And you care for them. He goes on. He gives some disclaimers here. He says, don't do it to pursue dishonest gain. Don't do it for the paycheck. Doesn't mean that the elder uh, or the pastor shouldn't get paid, shouldn't be cared for. But that is not the reason why you do it. No, you do it because you're eager to serve Jesus. And as you're eager to serve Jesus, you eagerly serve his sheep. Lastly, he says, don't lord over them. This isn't for a power trip. This isn't for you to control them. This isn't for you to get your way with them. This is a challenge to us as leaders. Why are we leading people? Are we doing it out of love for Christ? Are we doing it because we think we know what's best and we want to control others? No, we have to keep humbling ourselves as leaders. He tells us not to lord over them, but to lead by influence, to lead by example. As we live out our life with Christ in front of them and we show them how to do it themselves, then we are leading them. We are influencing them. He leaves us with this final thought in verse 4. When the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. God has a crown of glory for everyone who is willing to lead others. You don't need a title. You don't need a position. You need the spirit of Jesus in you. And as you set an example for the for other believers, you set an example for those that don't know Christ. You are leading. The title will come later. The position will come later. We'll talk more about this on Monday. Let me leave you with one question to ponder. Are you a leader? Have you been appointed to a position? If you have, lead with everything you've got. Care well for the sheep. Care well for those around you. Whether they know Jesus or don't, care well for them. Don't do it for what you can get out of it. Do it because God wants it for you. And if you don't think you're a leader, think about that. 
Is it about the position or is it about following Christ? If you follow Christ, then you are made to influence. And God desires that for you. God bless you. We'll talk to you on Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye.